backdoor cover. Let's go! Thursday, March 7th, 2019. What's up, Micah? It's your boy, producer Micah, Brad Key. What's up, Bradley? What's happening, man? Man, just another day in paradise. Doesn't it feel good to be here? Feels good to be here. I'm not going to lie. I've got a baby hangover from uh, from dinner at Polvo's last night. We Brad and I one uh, too many uh, frozen margaritas. We had buddy. a couple margaritas, and I'm hurting. Yeah. Uh, I put some uh, photos on my Snapchat, at MicahTX, of the sizzle. I ordered fajitas. Many people came at me and said, I thought you weren't a fajita boy. Here comes a package for you. Oh. And uh, But I am a fajita boy, just not at El Rancho. Just want to clarify. That's needed to be clarified because I didn't know. Yeah, and the fajitas were del- quite delicious at Polvo's last night. Uh, big shouts to all the fans that came by and uh, said what's up to Brad and I. I'm more of an Instagram storyer myself. There were a grand total of no no friends, uh, <laughs> uh, no fans. Well, uh, me too. But we had we had a good time, and now we're back here, back in the booth. We got a lot to talk about today. Actually, we got a lot of hotline calls. Really excited to get this thing started. Before we do, we should tell you the most important thing you can do right now to support this show is go to RowdyGentleman.com slash SB19 because you know what time it is. It's tank top season, my friends. Spring break is right around the corner. Get your aggressive, angry, uh, loud tank tops right now. Support America. Support uh, eating ass. Support whatever you support. You can get on our tank tops at SB19, RowdyGentleman.com slash SB19. Uh, you can support Jesus. You can support America. There's a lot of statements you can legalize cocaine. Yeah, yeah, you can really send some messages. Uh, you're going to want to do that. Your dad is flying you to Mexico. You're staying all-inclusive. You need America Fuck Yeah shirt to send a message that, yeah, I uh, I know what the greatest country in the world is. It's America. Here we are. All right, now we got that out of the way. RowdyGentleman.com slash SB19. I think promo code BDC should get you a little bit of savings at checkout, too. If it doesn't, just DM me at Michael Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R, or uh, Brad. Brad, what are your socials? Uh, Bradley B Key on Instagram. Yeah, find yeah. Brad there. Okay, we've got great news today. What is it? The Kansas Jayhawks are no longer Big Twelve champions, or will not be Big Twelve champions in men's college basketball. This is the first time in fourteen years their run as Big Twelve champion or co-champion in the regular season is now over. And I, they're hundred percent eliminated. Yeah. Uh-huh. What are they two games back with one to play? Exactly. There's no way they can split this conference championship. No, right? they are they are eliminated at this point. Christ. How uh, long has it been? It's been 14 years. Oh, Isn't that wonderful yeah. news? K-State and Tech are now tied uh for first heading into the final weekend of games. Tech has actually won eight straight league games. They play at Iowa State this weekend. That's actually a school record for Texas Tech. They've never won eight straight conference games in their history of their basketball program, which is kind of amazing. They've had some pretty good years, too. Yeah. Um, none of this matters, though. The only thing that matters is it's the end of the Kansas streak, which is awesome. So the last time Kansas didn't win the league. Wait, what year was it? 03, 2004, yeah. Okay, so we had just graduated high school. Basically, yeah. <laughs> LeBron James was had just graduated high school. Okay, go on with what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, LeBron was a rookie. Okay, I'm with you. The movies that came out in 2004, Mean Girls. Mm. Well, what's the redhead's name? The one that's got drug problems? Yeah. Mm. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan was like, this was the movie that made her a star. We've already seen her career uh, totally falter, and now she's got a reality show. She burned bright, and then she burned out. Who would have thought that 14 years later she would just burned out? Uh, the Notebook came out that year. I'm sure you you tell me about how you cry and watch that movie sometimes when you want a good cry, right? Are you talking to me? 
You're the only one here. Well, you were Ralph. It, that doesn't sound like something I've ever told you before. Uh, Anchorman, the first Anchorman came out. Now there's been a sequel, and there, uh, Ron Burgundy has the number one podcast in America. If you can believe that. How often is Ron Burgundy dropping pods these days? I don't know. I listened to one of them, and it was weird. Um, Napoleon Dynamite came out in 2004. And then my favorite is Friday Night Lights, the movie came out. So I actually the, saw that in the theater. In the time since that movie came out, they had an entire beloved TV show. There was like nine its, seasons or something? That ran its entire course, and I feel like it's been off the air for like ten years. And uh, Kansas still... Still Big 12 champions. Uh, songs of 2004. Year, four. Uh, yeah, by Usher. You remember that one. How Man. about Lean Back by the Terror Squad? I didn't know that was by the Terror Squad. I mean, that song feels like it's like 45 years I'm pretty old. sure I was like ripping that song off LimeWire back in the day. like no Way before Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Oh, way before Spotify. Uh, Slow Jams by Twista. Oh, Twista. How about the song that uh, I'm surprised we haven't cured racism i thought racism was totally destroyed when over and over with nelly and tim mcgraw came out Do you remember that song that song was trash over and over again remember all the same we went to uh, missouri all the st louis oh, guys love that love shit because now he's from there it was terrible yeah that song is really bad i heard uh boo boo was listening to like 2000 pop radio the other day yeah and that song came on and was like god this is really bad somebody had a tweet that was like i can't believe racism hasn't been wasn't destroyed <laughs> as soon as this video came out it's it's absurd. Uh, Lose your breath by Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child was still together mm. the last time Kansas was wasn't the SEC or wasn't Big Twelve champion. Uh, now Beyonce is the biggest star in the world. It's crazy. How about this one? Tipsy by Jaquan. Mm. What do you think Jaquan's doing right now? Probably counting dollars from Tipsy. He's counting them royalties. I don't know if royalties are still coming in. You don't think so? I mean, fourteen years is a long time. And then uh, College Dropout was released in twenty fourteen. So. The world didn't even know Kanye West, or barely knew Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, in sports, the Boston Red Sox hadn't won a World Series since 1915 still. And that fucking kid uh, didn't have a championship. You know, the championship sign kid? Yeah. Who's now 16 years so old, So he said parades. LeBron was a freshman, or I'm sorry, a, a rookie that year, right? Yeah. So he scored 32,000 points in between the time that Kansas last That's lost a, the That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, he's Christ. gone from zero NBA points to more NBA points than Michael Jordan. Hey, Mike, guess how many of those championships that Kansas won that I enjoyed? How many? None. Yeah, zero. I mean, zero. Uh, did you know that Friends and Frasier were still both on the air? Shouts to Will DeFreeze. I watched. I watched neither. I'm not going to lie. Mm, me neither. Mm. Uh, the Apprentice, starring Donald Trump, debuted, and that. more importantly, Entourage debuted. Wow. That was that was a uh, that was a game changer that show, Entourage. It, it was not The Apprentice. We should shout out uh, Jay Hickey, uh, <laughs> who who a former PGP writer who has a podcast. I think it's called Oh Yeah, the Entourage podcast, and him and uh, the guy from uh, I've never heard it. I have to go listen. They just started and they're rewatching yeah. every episode. Yeah, and it, un- it's my understanding it's very problematic. To I watch told that you. Show I told you I watched it recently, right? No. So I watched it recently, and the vernacular, like the language they use in it, I don't consider myself a very like PC whatever focused person. But like watching that show almost makes me uncomfortable just because I know how angry um, like the internet would oh, be yeah. if that show had come out. It like, is not ten aged years well. later. No, there's there's some um, some edgy stuff in there. Okay, 
Quite enjoyable still, though. Yeah, shouts to, to Hickey. I'm sure, hopefully this gets to him, that we're, we're shouting him out. Uh, check out the Entourage podcast. Tell him not to read Ari quotes on the line, on air. Cause yeah, no, you can't. He'll you have can't some really, problems. Can't really say that anymore. Mm. And, you know, and that show ran its entire course and had a pretty much terrible movie. And uh, I never saw the movie. I saw the movie in theaters. Yeah? I saw. We both have seen every episode of Entourage. Not, I mean, it was something I was proud of five years ago. Now it seems uh, seems bad. Uh, the movie was, <laughs> the movie was terrible but enjoyable, especially for longtime fans of the show. Like, wouldn't that be to expect? That, that's what you well, expected. Well, I guess going the whole in, show right? was terrible but enjoyable. So of course, the, but the movie was like really bad. Hmm. But Ronda Rousey was in it, so that's something. Uh, all right, that's pretty much it. That, that was a whole lot of stuff to talk about that happened in between the last time Kansas lost a Big Twelve yeah, championship those, or didn't win. I should say it's not like they yeah. lost. I bet they fucking won the. The actual conference championship, like title of that year too. You know, something. you know what else has happened since then? What's that? The best mattress company in the world, Lisa, has come into this world. Mm. Everyone has the right to rest. The key to getting your best rest, it's the right mattress. Everybody knows that. Meet Lisa. Two awesome mattresses, accessories, and bases for better, deeper sleep. The all foam Lisa mattress is new and improved, featuring something called LSA two hundred foam. That sounds nice for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers or Rest on our Sapira hybrid mattress, what Brad and I both sleep on. It's the perfect combination of foam and spring for pressure release and edge-to-edge comfort. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. That's why they've donated uh, one mattress for every one hundred or every ten they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. I don't know if you can hear Ralph the dog slurping he water. He loves behind drinking me. water when you do ad reads. Only there in the ad He just waits for you to start talking about Lisa, and then he gets it. I don't think people can hear it, but it's quite distracting for me. Anyway, uh, Lisa is a company with heart, okay? They donate they donate mattresses to, to to charities. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 nonprofits. Now, if you go to lisa.com slash BDC, you'll save 15% off your entire order. And the promo code's automatically applied at checkout. It's very easy. So Lisa, L-E-E-S-A dot com slash B-D-C, like backdoor cover, Lisa dot com slash backdoor cover, slash B-D-C, Lisa dot com slash B-D-C. Ralph is finally Ralph got you shook, man. He really does. Lisa dot com slash B-D-C. Your 15% will be automatically applied. Uh, if you need a mattress, there's nowhere else you should be going. Ship straight to your door. Easy, easy peasy. Uh, other college basketball news. Uh, Zion still hasn't played. I think they're saying he could come back any day now. Yeah, Who they're knows? saying he'll be back for the ACC tournament. I think. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, uh, what does he got? An MCL sprain or something? What's what's wrong with him? Do you even know? Who knows? He just no. got a busted shoe. Yeah, busted shoe. Mm-hmm. Other regular season conference championship updates. Let's go to the SEC. Brad, Tennessee, and so it's between Tennessee and LSU. Kentucky's a game out of it, and they got smoked by Tennessee like last week. So uh, Kentucky's basically out. It's between Tennessee, LSU. Tennessee's at Auburn, who's a really good squad out of the SEC, the fourth-place team in the league. Uh, LSU's got at Vandy. Vandy is trash. Oh, Vandy's so, bad. So it's basically, it's looking to, like, it's it's probably going to be a, a split conference championship. Do they do that Do that at the same way in every conference? If you have the same record going at the end of the regular season, they do split championships, right? Yeah, they, both teams claim a championship. I didn't know if it was the same way in every conference. They see them differently. In the, you one. know, somebody gets the one seed and somebody gets the two seed, obviously, in the conference tournament. Right. They will declare a, a split championship. So we've already done the Big 12. It's between Tech and Kansas State. 
the Big Ten's actually really interesting. Uh, the top two teams, Michigan and Michigan State, are both at 15-4, and four, and they play each other Saturday to conclude the regular season. So basically they're playing each other for a conference wow. title. At Michigan State. Uh, Purdue's also 15-4. and four. So like they're kind of hovering out there too so who is it's either going to be a split between whoever wins michigan michigan state or if purdue loses then it's an in, the individual winner, yeah. title yeah that's at michigan state on saturday the acc uh virginia's, virginia's in 15 and 2 yeah so basically it's it's virginia and unc are tied for first duke's at 14 and 3 um if and then unc and duke play saturday to end the regular season so uh, a whole lot on the line. Duke's been playing kind of like pretty much like shit since Zion's been hurt. Um, it's at UNC. Virginia, on the other hand, is playing uh, Louisville, um, who I think their season's kind of started to fall apart. I haven't checked on them recently. But well, they lost some... They lost Papa John. So I, think I would fall apart too. He's now a Kentucky fan. Uh, who else did they lose? Well, uh, their coach. Yeah, that was a big loss. I've been reading the the piece in the Ringer about uh, what's the guy's yeah. name? Uh, I know who you're talking about um, John Gonzalez. Was it? It's not Gonzalez. He's he's uh, an Italian guy. Uh, I think uh, it's this, John something though. He's now coaching in Greece. No, so the guy. First of all, what are we talking about? We're talking here? about the Louisville coach that got fired. Yeah. The, what's I don't know. How can I not? I've been reading the the piece in the Ringer. People are screaming at us right now. Uh, Patino, Rick Patino. Thank uh, God that now coaching in Greece. I, I don't know. I've read. The, I've been reading this thing for like three weeks now. Well, yeah, three or four days. It's just like one of my tabs. It's open all the time because it's five million words long. He's coaching in Greece. The owner's crazy. It's a pretty good read, actually. Um, yeah, I heard a pod about it. they. They did like a. They talked about it on a One Shine podcast. It's pretty good. Well, he's a nightmare. They're a nightmare. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much it. There's college hoops. We will be much deeper into college hoops starting next week for the conference tournaments. I promise I won't forget Rick Patino's name. Yeah, next me week. neither. Hall, God, that's first pathetic. ballot Hall of Fame coach, uh, Rick Patino. And uh, we promise to uh, we'll, we'll get a little deeper into college hoops. We were gonna we're gonna talk more about gambling next week too once the uh, the stuff gets going. And then we are gonna be coming to you wall to wall during the tournament. We haven't figured out exactly what we're gonna do, but you'll be hearing plenty from us. Once the stuff gets going. Once it gets going, we might be going live on Instagram at Backdoor Cover Podcast. We're gonna do a lot of shit. It's gonna be awesome. So yeah, you'll be it might just be Brad and I on the couch talking shit to y'all. So get excited about that. All right, moving on. Into the NBA. More uh, pro hoops. LeBron, of course, passed MJ last night in total scoring. Lakers are a total and complete dumpster fire at the moment, including the end of the game where Rondo was sitting in courtside seats like nine seats over from the bench. Did you see this? No. Mark Jackson like almost lost it. Like, yeah. He was like, I, this is unacceptable. Isn't Mark Jackson a, a candidate to take over for Walton next year? Maybe. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever hiring Mark Jackson again. You don't think so? No. Okay. But uh, Rondo was just like, literally, he was like nine seats away from the bench. Like, so you have all the players. Was he sitting on, with somebody? If you're specific? looking, at, no. If you're looking on the camera, yeah. like the way the camera faces the bench, you've got the coach, the head coach, and then to his left, you have like two assistants, and then you have all the players mm-hmm. further left. Right. Rondo was like six seats to the right of Luke Walton, just like and two fans were saying in between him. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen with the last minute of the game. And uh, there he's, he's a badass. I love his game. Well, they're trash and they're a dumpster fire, and and I guess you can't be surprised considering they have. 
uh, JaVale McGee. 2018-2019, not the Lakers season. Yeah, I saw Kyle Kuzma is the Lakers' most – he's like their most um, – he's the three-point shooter who shot the most and made the most threes for them. He so ranks – He's a sharpshooter? Uh, what are you he to say? is the opposite of that because he ranks 55 out of 56 uh, for people that have shot like more the, than 300 the threes. threes he's and yeah. he's their best one? And he's their best player. So uh-huh. it's amazing how bad that roster is. This is – I'm not going to get into the LeBron hot takes. There I can't believe that, that he uh, he doesn't shoot better than um, Lonzo Ball. That team – How about well, that I don't stroke? know if Lonzo shoots as much. I know. He, I'm saying his stroke is just – They're just terrible. I mean, the Lakers, it's just a terrible roster. And the young players aren't any good. Mm. Um, Kyle Kuzma was a second round pick for a reason. The guy can't shoot. And if he if he was a second round pick for Sacramento, no one would know his name. But he's a Laker. He's pretty fucking he's, good, man. You know, runs around with the Kardashians or whatever, and we see him. Anyway, the no, Lakers hey, are trying to cut your uh, career shorter than hanging out with the Kardashians. No, that's I'll true. tell you that much. Uh, let's talk about another team that's been a train wreck after the break, but maybe turn around Boston. The uh, Celtics won at the buzzer last night. Basically, they won with two seconds left against the Kings. Uh, they beat the Warriors by 33 earlier this week. Maybe they've turned it around. I don't know. You have any takes on Boston? Just, I just said Hayward's starting to come around, and the the it's the positive thing is that when he plays well, they're really good. Yeah, statistically, when is, he plays like a star, they're really good. And he hit a buzzer beater to win last night, right? Yeah, he's uh, two seconds left, but yeah, close enough. So, I mean, if he can be consistently good as they go into the playoffs, like, I think they're in really good shape. If not, man, there's so much, like, there's so much passive aggressiveness going out from the Boston Celtics with Kyrie and... Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Brad, because now it's time for Micah's Beef of the Week. Oh. Not yet presented by Omaha Steaks. Here's the quote from Kyrie Irving on Monday. Oh, good. So we're going straight into it. Okay, let's go. Quote, I didn't really come into this game to be cameras in my face, to be famous, to be a celebrity whatever embodies that it's a little hard for me i wanted those things when i was younger but now i just want to play basketball at a very high level do you think by younger he means last year when he decided to leave cleveland so he could have his own team second year i guess i don't know hey Kyrie, my beef of the week is with you you son of a bitch (laughs) and you know why because i went and saw uncle drew uncle drew you did the first day it came out by yourself right i I drug my girlfriend there she still hasn't really you tried to get me to go and there was no chance oh yeah brad was way out i tried to call coach bobby i tried to get brad nobody was into it and i somehow convinced my girlfriend i think we went to like alamo so i was like i'll buy you dinner just come with me so you're you're really let down by Kyrie because Oh, that movie originally was your favorite trash. actor. He's your favorite actor. God, I was and so excited now, for Uncle Drew, and it just sucked. It sucked. Did it suck and, worse than the Celtics season so far? Yes. And the mm. fact that he would have the audacity to come to say that he didn't, he's not playing basketball to be famous, to be a celebrity. <laughs> what? I saw your movie before this season started. The entire finals were all about Uncle Drew, and then before the season started... It was released like 11 it months was ago, released, right? Uh, like it was right released like the, right before the season started. Oh, God. Oh, I hate you, Kyrie. And you know what? I could go on and on about how much I hate Kyrie or whatever, but I think I'll just read from Charles Barkley, who, as always, says it almost perfectly. Quite here. eloquent. Kyrie Irving, I don't know him that well. He seems like a nice kid, but I've never, been, I've never seen a person so miserable. <laughs> He's got the world in the palm of his hand. He's going to make 40 to $50 million a year for the next 10 years. He's in movies. He's been one of the most, but he's been one of the most miserable people I've ever seen. He wanted to go to Boston to have his own team, 
But what a lot of these guys don't understand is when you're a star, you get all the credit, but also all the blame. That's not right. That's just the way it is. Nobody goes to Jalen Brown or the Morris brothers. They're not going to come to <laughs> they're going to come to Kyrie after every game. That's the responsibility of being a star. They only got one Morris bro, don't they? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> you know Charles doesn't know which one. Of course not. If I'm a Knicks fan, I'm leery because you can't take the heat in Cleveland, Boston, or San Francisco. You're not going to take it in New York. Both these guys, referring to Irving and Durant, have handled it awful. They could have had they could have said day one, I'm not going to talk about free agency, and it would have been over. But they talk about it every single day, and when you ask them about every single day, they complain about it. You know who's not leery about getting Kyrie Irving? The Knicks. Well, they want his ass so bad, and same with Kevin Durant, and I can't blame them. I love that the Knicks sent out their season ticket thing a couple weeks ago. Did you see with this? Durant on it? Yeah, it was like a picture of one of the Knicks players. Nobody knows who any of the Knicks are, and he's being guarded by Kevin Durant. And Durant <laughs> is like bigger in the frame. Yeah, he's taking the, like the whole. Fr- yeah, they talked about this. At it length. was so great. Uh, yeah. That's it's the that's, only thing you have to look forward they to. They basically hung all of their hopes on on Kevin Durant coming, which who knows. Well, speaking of coming, <laughs> let's talk about our next sponsor, Fulton and Rourke. You'll be doing a lot of coming when you. Whoa. Yeah. Was was that? That was it, sexual. That was the C U M coming. It is. Good yeah. For you, buddy. We've been talking about Fulton <laughs> and Rourke every week for a while now. Their solid colognes are the real deal. Nothing to spill. Nothing to leak. Nothing to shatter. Just awesome-smelling colognes in a solid metal case that you can take anywhere. Fulton & Rourke is dope, okay? They have all sorts of stuff in addition to these fragrances. But if we're going to talk about the colognes, there's Sterling. It's a tobacco and leather fragrance. There's Palmetto, a, su- a super fresh citrus and pepper fragrance, which is my favorite, in fact. But instead of taking my word for it, go to FultonAndRourke.com slash quiz and you can take a quiz to see which fragrance is right for you just by answering a couple questions. And guess what? If you choose a cologne that you don't love, it's no big deal because Fulton & Rourke has a 30-day, no-questions-asked return policy. If you don't like it, you just send it back. The folks at, at Fulton & Rourke will be happy to exchange it or refund your purchase. I can speak from experience. The customer service at Fulton & Rourke is amazing. Yeah. People reach out to us, tell us all the time about how great they are. That's so, the thing I hear the most is too. They, yeah. They love the products and they love the products The products are dope. I use them every day stuff. and the service is amazing. Yeah. So uh, use promo code BDC for 15% off your first purchase at FultonAndRourke.com. That's F-U-L-T-O-N-A-N-D-R-O-A-R-K.com. Use promo code BDC. Save 15%. That was a nice job on the spelling there. Thank you. Yeah. I normally... There's a little. Usually, there's a couple of spaces and gaps. You really just. If you wear this, you'll probably come. All right. uh, UFC one or two thirty-five was the Saturday. It was uh, in T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. John Jones easily defeated Anthony Smith. It was uh, a unanimous decision. Oh, it went to decision. He didn't knock him out. It was a pretty boring fight. He kind of dominated him. I think he probably won all five rounds. Mm. Not not much happening there. He was a heavy favorite. Tyron Woodley uh, faced Kumara. Usman, uh, Woodley, the champion, was a uh, minus-170 favorite and got beat. Usman just dominated him, basically. He became the first African-born UFC champion. It was a weird performance by Woodley. He like seemed disinterested. It was just a bad day for him. I Is don't he know. the Mizzou guy? Yeah, he went to Mizzou. He's the really big dude, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's from Ferguson, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he laid an egg. He'd, I think he had had four title defenses, and Usman just, just whipped him. Um, then in the other uh, fight that we talked about Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren Askren was a minus 275 oh, favorite 
Eskrin uh, finished Lawler in a strange, what people are calling like a big brother choke. It's like where you like lean on your on your little brother and you sort of grab his head. Hey, what's the worst way you could possibly be beaten in a professional fight? A big brother choke. Yeah, sounds this was like this it. was really like, bad. It sounds like one of the most embarrassing ways to go out. It was funky, which of course has been Askren's nickname. Thank you for oh, that. That was, that was nice. a good joke. Uh, three minutes and twenty seconds into round one. The most interesting thing in the fight was Lawler dropping Askren on his head. Ouch. And Askren survived and showed his toughness, maybe for the first time in his career. He had never been in that much danger. He's undefeated and had never had. I mean, this was really crazy. The first 30 seconds, uh, Lawler grabbed so, him yeah, and threw he him, took some damage spiked there. him on his head. And he showed some toughness, survived, and then got that weird choke. That sounds like the best fight of the night. Probably like the most it was, it like was very energy, entertaining. intensity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brad owes me a sandwich which is I, why i said oh fuck as i bet on aspirin yeah uh that sandwich tbd we will tweet it out later i'm sure uh at backdoor cover on twitter vegas must have known something here's he's the reality you're going to be hearing yeah you'll be hearing a lot more from Askren. he is a big talker he's already talking shit he's flying to england to watch darren till fight in two weeks he wants the winner of, of uh, the till let's see till is fighting um jorge Mas- uh, mastaval Mazaval, something like that, uh, a good fighter. But Till is seventeen one and one, so that's that's where the money is, uh, and that's probably who uh, Askren will get to fight because Till is fighting in his home country. So they already know who his next matchup is going to be. With? That's who he's asked for. Ah. there's some discussion of him fighting for the title, you but I would some, imagine you got some big ass balls, but to like one day after you beat somebody, be like, hey, this is my next component. Like he's, he's like, I'm get getting now. on an airplane. I'm going to go watch this guy. He's fight. ready to go, huh? So that's going like to happen that. in two weeks. Askren is entertaining. He's kind of a nerd. He's also into uh, some extreme right-wing conspiracy theories, uh, just like all other cage fighters, basically, but he is uh, not afraid to talk about it. He He's always annoyed me even when we went to college with him. Yeah. I still find myself rooting for him. He is in no way ripped. He doesn't look like a cage fighter. Yeah. He's just kind of fat. He's got floppy hair, and his ears are all fucked up. But he gets it done, and this was maybe his most impressive performance ever. Uh, to prove that he can do it against uh, a contender in Robbie Lawler. Uh, other fights of note on the card. This is a great night of fights, actually. Mickey yeah. Gall got murdered by Diego Sanchez, like just dominated. Uh, former bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt got knocked out for the third straight fight. That is a little man getting knocked out. Yeah, that's bad We We discussed bantamweight being like under 125 or something. I forgot what it was, but it's light. Whatever it is, these are little people. So if you're getting knocked out, you must have got punched really hard in the face. Anyhow, it's the third consecutive knockout, uh, which is not good. That's normally time to uh, consider retirement, I think, mm-hmm. when you take damage like that. Uh, yeah, bantamweight is, is one. You'd have to think those one, dudes get. 135. You'd have to think those dudes get knocked out a lot of times, like learning how to fight to begin with, right? It's not like this is the third time he's nah, ever been knocked out. People, people generally take care of their partners. Getting sparring and stuff. You don't get knocked out in the gym. Oh, is that your personal perspective since you're a professional As a, MMA a former fighter? retired pro fighter, yeah. That's so you've never been concussed, huh? No. Mm-hmm. Not not only in football. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh this weekend, UFC Fight Night is in Wichita, Kansas, which sucks. Uh, uh Derek Wichita. the Black Beast Lewis from Houston. Uh, faces former champion Junior Dos Santos. Why are they in Wichita, Kansas? That's a great question. It's really sad. We've driven through there a couple times. It sucks. Yes. Uh, nice Lewis, Wendy's there. Lewis is a plus 180 underdog. Dos Santos is minus 220. 
Dos Santos, a former champion, but kind of on the da- the backside of his career. Derek Lewis, uh, most famous uh, for saying that his balls was hot. He said that, huh? Yeah, you never saw this interview. What was he like? In what capacity he told Joe he Rogan his ba- his balls was hot. Like, is this because he won a fight after the fight? Yeah, he won a fight in the at the end of the the. <laughs> is fight. English his first language? Yeah, he's from Houston. Okay, his nickname's the Black Beast. He's got like five million Twitter or Instagram followers. So he's just he mostly just posts memes. He's got hot balls. But he, he didn't have his pants on. He was just wearing, like, tights mm. when Joe Rogan came to interview him. And Joe Rogan said, why aren't you wearing pants? He said, my balls was hot. And they said, I'm going to come on your show and smoke a lot of weed. Mm. And I don't know if he's ever made it over there. He, he got a fight right afterwards, which he lost. He had a title fight. Um, and now he's kind of fallen back down. But he's still in contention. If he can beat uh, Junior Dos Santos... Brad, who do you wait, like this fight? Wait, before we go on, is is the UFC trying to make a play where they're going to be on almost every weekend moving forward, or like how? Like, no, I'm glad you asked. Yeah, this is so they just fought last week. Last obviously. weekend was on pay per view. Okay, this weekend is on ESPN Plus. Ah, so it is not on free TV. But are they? Is that what they're trying to do? Is make this more of a mainstream play where they're doing? They're a on TV weekends. a lot less now. They they've had the same number of fights. Yeah, but they used to be on Fox or FX. That's like, right, all the time. And now you can go on ESPN, but it's like a but now yeah, most of, there's only like four fights, four like fight nights that are on regular ESPN mm-hmm. all year long. I got you. Uh, and then the undercards and stuff will be on ESPN, but most of the most of these fights now are either going to be on pay per view or on ESPN Plus. Interesting. Okay, so their cool. model has changed a little bit. Okay, I'm sorry to derail you. What was your oh, question no for me earlier? Who do you like, Derek Derek Lewis, the Black Beast? Or a former champion, Junior Dos Santos. Mm. Well, obviously, Dos Santos is the favorite. I kind of like hot balls, though. All right. I'll, th- I'll take hot balls. I'll take Junior Dos Santos. I bet you will. And uh, what would you like to bet? I mean, can I get some sort of odds here? Like, do I get more than you since I'm taking a somewhat. You got dumb the first pick. Who- well, I mean, because I like. I said you could take anyone you want because you lost the last yeah, time. Yeah, but and I'm, you chose. Right now, I'm betting on narrative like, instead of on actual time. I like Derek Lewis, too. He's from Houston. Texas See, now, on you're, top. now you're trying to fucking play me. No. I see what you're doing over there. Right, I'll take Dos Santos. Santos. Junior Dos Santos. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you want to bet? You already owe me a sandwich. Well, I'm going to get you lunch this week. What do you want to bet? No. You, you, well, it's okay. your choice. How about, uh, how about drinks this time? Okay. Then you have to hang out with me, too. That's Great. tough. Happy hour. Happy hour it is. Boom. Mark it down. We are shaking for put, those who are listening I'm audio. I'm going to put this in the rundown so we don't forget. Yeah. Uh. So hot. I got hot balls. You got you got uh, balls as hot. Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. Let's go. Happy hour bet. It's exciting, exciting stuff. You yeah. know, and here's what we'll do. Okay. If I lose, then I'll give you like an extra drink. I'll That's buy you right. like okay. one you full price to, drink. I, okay, perfect. One that, full price drink after happy hour ends. Wow. How's that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on to baseball, which uh, we've been doing a baseball minute now for like seven weeks, mostly mm-hmm. about Bryce Harper. He finally signed a deal last week with the Phillies. 13 years, $330 million. It seems very strange to me. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Harper is already being investigated for tampering because he's alluding to Mike Trout being a free agent in two years. Mike Trout is from Jersey, close to Philly. And What uh, is the penalty for tampering? Who knows? Motherfucker like, just signed a $330 million deal. And oh. he's there like the... The golden boy of the league. Like, yeah, what are what they, they going to do? do? Find him fifty grand. They're gonna be like, hey, you stop, you stop being nice to that guy. You stop telling him he's cool or whatever. Yeah, saying he's good and I'd like to play with him. Like, it's just absurd. 
Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. The other thing that happened, baseball apparently is not implementing any new rules. We've been talking for seven weeks about a pitch clock and about other stuff. Lots of talk and apparently no action at all. I mean, so, it's a little too late now to implement a rule. Like you're walking into the season, right? Like uh, You'd think so. You could, it didn't really make that, sense like, before mid, when we were talking about it. But like mid-off seasons when you drop new rules so people can get used to it and shit. Back to Harper. Apparently, originally he was trying to get 10 years, $400 million. Oh, he was this, trying to make, you're going to tell us why this is weird, right? Yeah. Okay. He was supposed to make $40 million a year. That was the goal they were shooting for. Right. And then Manny Machado signed a three-year, $300 million. Not deal. three years. Oh, 10-year, $300 million. Yeah. So, sorry. So $30 million a year. Mike is tapping on his calculator because he can't count. Okay, you're, you're right. So Harper basically could have signed... All the numbers were like he could have signed a 10-year, $300 million deal. Right. Instead, he signs for $13 million, or no, 13, 13 years, years, and $330 million. Cause, And they say he's like super ultra-competitive, and he, that was part of the problem is he didn't want to sign for the same or less than somebody like, else. Don't you think that he could have signed for $301 million That's over 10 years? That's what I wanted to That's know. what I, I didn't understand. So he's getting, how much is he making per year if he signs a t- If it was just 10 years, $300 million, it would be $30 million. 30 million. Now at 13 years, $330 million, it's tw- just a little bit over $25 so bas- million. Yeah, so, or, yeah, he's like making $30 Basically, million a year and then $10 million a year yeah, for three years. Yeah, which seems very strange. It's like the Dark Nowitzki thing, I guess. Yeah. I That's just, actually I don't a under- pretty good deal, I think. I for mean, the Phillies? No, for him. I don't think so. I mean, he's going to be like 50 years old by the time this motherfucker ends. I mean, I don't know. I guess you're, he's saying basically I have $30 million guaranteed that I wouldn't have if I was a free agent. But, like, who knows how much, like, TV deals are going to go up 10 years from now? Yeah. Like, the he the average best player in baseball could be making $50 million a year. And he Do they he add clauses in where you can, like, opt out and shit apparently, like they do in basketball? Everything, they, they do that, but apparently he does not have one. Oh, he's This all is, like, in. just a, um, a lockdown 13... 13- 13-year deal, mm. which seems crazy. Well, at, on the other hand, baseball has pretty much lost its kind of like popularity. It's no longer American Who sport. Knows? Maybe it's, it's on its way down. Maybe it'll come back, but maybe it won't. It just, you it better get that money while you that, can. It would seem weird that he wouldn't have like an opt-out after 10 years. That's what I would have negotiated. Huh. But I wouldn't even be worried about more it, More power to him. I guess. If he's got three hundred and thirty. He's got $330 million more than you and I have, so more power to the fucking guy. 13 years of insured employment well yeah that would be nice that would be pretty you know what else is nice what's that harry's razors Mm -hmm. getting a good shave is one of the best feelings in the world don't you agree i concur very satisfying gain that good save and nobody does it better than harry's we've got a special order for our listeners and you've heard us talk about harry's you know that oh more than 10 million people have already tried harry's now you can be one of them go to harry's.com slash bdc do you want to know why you should check this out brad why? Because Harry's founders were tired of paying for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. It is absurd when you go to the store and you look at these 19-blade razors, these flex balls, all this bullshit. Yeah. All you need is a sharp blade. And Harry's does this. Harry's knows that a great shave doesn't come from gimmicks and that the leading brands have been fucking with tactics and fucking with you for years just to raise prices. Do you really need... Is there any difference between six blades and five, Brad? I don't no. think so. So you know what the the biggest difference for me is when I switched over to Harry's? I would use the same razor forever, like for months, when I didn't have the subscription. And now, like, I'm always using a fresh razor. It's like the mo- the biggest 
possible difference you could make is just using a clean, sharp razor. Like, and be, because it's so easy and it's like affordable, like that's it's just a, such a game changer. So that's right. Mm-hmm. They, Harry's has fixed all the issues with the you know, old razor monopolies by combining a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. Harry's bought a world-class blade facility in Germany that's been making blades for 95 years. They've received 20,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google, so don't take our word for it. And Harry's replacement cartilage is the best part. Cartridges. Cartridges? Cartridges. Yeah, not cartilage. They're just two bucks. That's half the price of Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. So as Brad Seems mentioned, like you can get new blades whenever you want. There's no reason to, to ever shade with an old blade. I almost never use a blade more than once. I'm like Alan Iverson, and I just throw my shoes away after I'm done wow. playing. Yeah. If you don't love your shave, let them know, and you'll get a full refund. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, a weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover, all for our listeners. Uh-huh. And they can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash BDC. Go to harrys.com slash BDC to redeem your trial offer. Let them know I sent you. Support the show. Please do. Let them know you're a backdoor boy. Yeah. Good one, Micah. Well, that's that's what we are. All right. Now it's time for hotline calls. I want to just thank everybody who has been calling in. We have been uh, overwhelmed with hotline calls. So we got a lot now, huh? Yeah, I had like 10. So big shouts to everybody. Are we playing all of them? No, we're not going to play all of them. Okay. Some of them suck. Yeah, you you got to tell the people what's happening here so that they know Last week what we to told expect. people not to come with weak takes about their like their little college that nobody cares oh, about. Oh, I remember that. The guy called from Michigan. I understand Michigan's the largest school in the country. It's got more alumni than any other school in the country. I don't give a shit, okay? <laughs> Outside of the state of Michigan, nobody cares. And we're national, baby. We're big time. Well, this is not a local program. America, fuck yeah. Yeah, all uh, we're all about America and the rest of the world. Anyway, we want to have your hotline calls. 800-392. wants to have them. I want to have them. 800-392-6344. One more time. That's 800-392-6344. Save in your phone. Call us when you're done at the bars, whatever. We want to hear your most unhinged calls. Have a take, okay? That's, what, that's all we're looking for. All right, we got a bunch of these calls. So uh, let's start with this one. Hey, it's Cody and Callie. Just listened to Backdoor Cover, heard you wanted a controversial uh, take or something. But anyways, here's mine. In football, put f- flags on the quarterbacks and prevent them from being tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Once they cross the line of scrimmage, fair game, including getting rid of slide tag. Just anyway, horse collar, de-head them, I don't give a shit. But behind the line, no tackling. I want to see offense across the board in any sport. So I don't want quarterbacks such as Tyler Murray getting their careers potentially fucked up because some fat-ass defensive linemen knock their legs off. Peace. Uh-huh. You think they got dispensaries in California? <laughs> that man sounded high, boy. Yeah, and there wasn't a lot of energy there. That, so, was, that was some but low energy. But I think energy. I see what he's saying. If they're behind the last scrimmage, you pull the flag. If they're in front of the last scrimmage, you can smoke them. Well, that, okay. Well, just like he just smoked... Probably a pound of weed. Probably. Before he us. I do appreciate very specifically for people to have controversial takes. Cody we, from California is a good moniker. Cody brought one. 
unfortunately, Cody is way too high, and none of that made any sense. Like, why would they have flags, but then they you don't want them to get touched, but then you you don't want them to lose their career, but as soon as they go downfield, they can get literally decapitated. Cody, Cody Michael played your call first because it was his favorite. Don't let him, Cody, don't that, let him bring you down, boy. That's just a bunch of insane shit. It was kind of crazy. Lay off the reefer, Now nah, you should just smoke more. Yeah, Let's smoke go. more. I don't care. I Thank you for your call. Cody tried, which means something. It was a hot take. It was a hot monotone, monotone take. Yeah, it was just... I Do a little bit better. It's really hard okay, to please, Think Micah. about what you're going to say. All right, next next call. You know what? There, guys. Um, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. I've been my whole life. And uh, God damn it, Jason Witten. What the fuck are you doing? You know? This whole coming out of retirement thing really rubs me the wrong way. <clears throat> but I've been thinking about it, and so my take is this. I think the Cowboys are have brought him back strategically, and I think they're going to use him exclusively as a uh, blocking tight end. I don't think they brought him back with any uh, any real high hopes of, of him being super productive on the, on the receiving side of things, but he can block exceptionally well, and I think uh, – I think that's why they brought him back. Want to know what uh, what y'all have to say? Let's actually just listen to my first episode of the uh, the pod. Bye. Thank you for your call. That was a lovely call. So I totally forgot about this news coming out. When did this drop? Like this, last week? This dropped last week, and yeah. we haven't mentioned it, so we I'm glad we did. It. Yeah. Uh, big shouts to Kellen Moore for calling and breaking dangerous that you would sign Jason Witten and only let him block. That what? being said... I mean, I guess it's good to have Jason Witten back as a Cowboys fan. It's certainly net positive that we don't have to listen to him on Monday Night Football anymore because he was trash. So what is the deal, though, with this contract? Like, did they just to- totally hash out a brand new deal and he just yeah, wanted to go straight year, back like to the Cowboys? Yeah, one year, like two and a half million. It, I'm, I'm sure Witten realizes. Witten was terrible on TV. So when he and quit, he must have though, realized how fucking terrible he was. When he quit, was his contract up or did he qu- retire previous to his contract ending? I, I do not know. And I'm wondering that because, like, if you... If you retire a year before your contract ends and you come back, do you then get back on your old contract? Or like, I would, I would like to know the rules of this. I know that you're not a. a I don't know the rules. You're nor do no I care. lawyer, so there's. I, I just, I don't it, give but. a shit. But um, that being said, I mean, I Jason Witten is a pass catcher, so you would think he's going the, to continue to pa- catch balls. That's what he does. When you physically decline, blocking would be the first thing that you would be would go basically like I, running pa- pass routes is like less contact it would be easier yeah. for an old person to do yeah like think about peyton manning but i do see the point that his skill set would probably be diminished as an older player as well he has been out of the league for a year just I don't think, know. think about peyton Manning. he's probably gonna sit on the goddamn sideline the whole year it's probably what he's at the do. end of peyton's career he could he couldn't even throw like a spiral but he knew where how to get guys open all the time. He couldn't throw a spiral his freshman year well, in college. That boy threw ducks, and they were accurate. Well, by the end, he wasn't even accurate. But he knew where guys were going to be, and he could get them the ball. He was all mental. He's good at dumping down. And boy. Jason Witten, you'd think, would be good mentally. Like, mm. he should be able to know where to go. Uh, you know, the, the league is running a lot of option routes and that sort of stuff where you break the huddle, and then you decide what you're going to happen after you read the defense. Jason Witten should be able to do that very well. And he get might open. be mentally broke after all Jason the Witten, hate that he got on for his uh, his announcement abilities. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I think this... It, I, I'd it, come this back says too. a lot to me. You're like, re, like that rehabilitating so much your brand. Shit that, you know, he, he's probably... this Okay, Jason Witten has been a star athlete his entire life. Right. 
Played for the Cowboys for 15 years, whatever. And he was great. And he's 50. like the face of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He's an all pro most of the time. Uh, a lot of those years, like he was like the most, you know, he's a good looking white dude. Even he when had, they were bad, he was still getting like positive press. Right. Like he was the He's the face boy. of the, the like franchise. Tony Rowe would be shit on if they had a bad game or if he fumbled right. a no one ever, field goal or whatever. No one the fuck ever blamed everything on Witten. Yes, exactly. And his face is all over Albertsons when you go shopping. Like Jason Witten has done very well for himself. He's been showered with praise his entire life. Until he takes one year, he's terrible. It's something he's never done before. And people just pile on and hate him, myself included. He was trash. You're rough. And I, uh, maybe he just couldn't handle the, the criticism. It was weird because you thought you would think he'd get more comfortable and more natural on TV as the oh, year he, progressed, he and it got worse. worse and worse. It's like the internet got a hold of him, and like every week he was just getting beat up mentally, and then he'd go on TV and just be like, "Uh, it's it's so weird." Yeah, but uh, he's a cowboy again. All right, we'll play one more call, and then uh, and then we'll wrap this bitch up. Hey, Micah. Hey, Bradley. Question for you: Who is your favorite? small school professional athlete um i've got two uh number one semi-serious not that serious uh quarterback for the new york giants alex tanny from the monmouth college in scenic monmouth illinois uh he's the guy with the trick shot quarterback video a few years ago um on a more serious note another guy like marcus colston he's a receiver for the saints from hofstra tiny little hofstra so yeah question and it doesn't really have to be football those are just mine favorite athletes from small schools you guys have a great day mm, bye thank you for the mm, that was a nice homage uh you want me to answer first huh i i hadn't thought about this for one second so i could barely remember rick patino's name so it's going to be tough for me to remember a small school athlete's name um i'm trying to remember even i guess julian edelman comes to mind you could, uh, you know, performance-enhancing drugs, Super Bowl champion-winning Julian Edelman. He's great. Member of the tribe. What does that mean? He's a Jew. He's oh, one of us. I, Shouts I, to I, him. I thought you said remember the tribe, but no. you're saying he's a member of Shouts the to us. tribe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, George Gervin went to Cal State Long Beach, I think. Who went to San Francisco? That's uh, that's like the great Russell. Bet. Yeah, yeah, Bill Russell. So there you go. Yeah. I, you it's would think they would have, really that would be a fun school to go to, like... San Francisco's a badass city. Is that in the school that exists anymore? Yeah. I actually knew a kid who played. Okay, well, I, I was wrong for naming George Gervin because uh, <laughs> Cal nice State man. Long Beach has 37,000 people in it uh, this semester. So that, so that doesn't count small? That would not be a small school. The one that comes to mind for me is uh, Tony Romo. Yeah, that's a good one. Who played at some school that escapes me at the moment. Is somewhere in Wisconsin? Uh, he's from Wisconsin, but he played at Eastern Illinois. Who was the uh, quarterback before Tony Romo? Uh, Quincy Carter. Yes. Didn't he go to small school? No, he went to Georgia. Oh, perhaps that, you've heard I've of heard it. of that one before. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Eastern Illinois. Speaking has 6, of Georgia, people, we stomped small. that ass in basketball for the last place position in Man, the SEC basketball. Georgia conference. is trash in you, basketball. You got apparently tiger, they've got bitch. a five-star recruit coming on next season. Georgia. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I think it could be a game changer. Anyway, well, that's that's it. Thank you for your calls. These were better this week. 800-392-6344. Thank you very much for your calls. Don't let Micah bring you down. I'll, I'll defend you if you call. Make the call. Micah wants to have your hotline calls. Okay. Moving on. We are back next week. We don't know exactly when, but just keep an eye on the feed. Tell a friend. Okay? We'd like that. Uh, and we should have some bonus content coming. We're, we'll be doing something. Yeah, next week we keep should your do eyes. a If you're earlier. not following us on Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram, you should. Because I think we'll do some live stuff. 
Um, yeah, we're going to get more active on there. There's yeah, we'll be, more we'll stuff be out there on. this week. So, you know, get there. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Thank you. That means the world to me, Brad. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors, Lisa, Fulton and Rourke, and of course, Harry's Razors. Use promo code BDC at those places. Uh, Lisa.com slash BDC. And uh, Brad, where can people follow you? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. That's K-E-E. Bradley Key on Twitter. Where can they follow you, Micah? Follow me at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R on both Twitter and Instagram, Micah Weiner. Thank you. Follow me on Snapchat at Micah TX if you want to see fajita pics. Fajita. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. That's it, man. Okay. Until next week. In the words of me. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening.